0: Oh!
1: Lillard, long range three.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm sort of the
1: rock star right on the count! People. 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 t is the official watch of the NBA. You know, we love China. We love the playing there. Everybody who listens to this podcast knows how I feel about aggregation. Oh, man. Okay. I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. It's just hitting me right, right now. Shut up and listen. <laughs> you think you're better than me? Hey, it's Chris Wendelkin and this is On The Line. Welcome back. If you're new to the show, you can tweet at us at ontheline_pod. underscore uh, pod. Find us on Instagram. Email us any of your thoughts, questions, whatever it is to onthelinepod at gmail.com. Check out previous episodes episodes on our website, onlinepodcast.com, and if you could, please rate, review, subscribe to the show in Stitcher, Apple, Google, Spotify, or wherever you get podcasts, we really appreciate it. All right, guys, welcome back. Hope you're doing great. Hope you're enjoying the NBA season. It is uh, flying along here. Ben and I are on the show today talking about a few different things. The Sixers dominating, the Suns emerging, Dwight Howard is back. Um, We are having some fun talking nephew Kyle. Ben has some conspiracy theories about LeBron. We're covering it. You know, all the vital things. Enjoy it. Here is my conversation with the one, the only Ben Croft. All right, on the line. He owns a cable box. He loves the local <laughs> news. Live from Philadelphia, Ben Craw, BC. How are uh, How are you? How are things in the city, brotherly love? Uh, what's going on? Uh, things are pretty good.
0: Um, yeah, I'm down in my basement today. Um, back in the basement. Uh, yeah, I like to mix it up a little bit. Uh, nice. So back back in the basement for this episode um yeah it's getting chilly down here in philadelphia yeah, man, we're same. getting some some wintry temperatures out there yep. so uh we were down you know, in, the, as... in, in the
1: 30 degree area this morning yeah at the park, frank and i yeah, yeah 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 um a
0: a sign that uh that of course uh time marches on yep. and uh
1: and there's more news uh to talk about wow all right man let's hop into it here um lot to unpack we've had a busy week in the NBA um, where do we, we uh, where do we want to begin here Ben um, I have a couple different ideas I can throw at you here do we want to start with the sixers we want to start with uh, the Suns? Do we do we want to talk about Dwight Howard? Where 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 do you want to start us? I guess the Suns are sort of yeah. the story that everyone is talking about. Yeah, although I feel, I feel like that's on the the forefront of everyone's mind. Yeah, I don't know. Is it a real story? It's like I think it's, it's like, a story that they're like a good, competent basketball team. Um, yeah, I mean they're they're much better than they have been um y- y- you know what i mean deandre ayton is now uh serving a suspension for uh wasn't testing positive for a ped but uh <coughs> the, the the diuretic i guess the diuretic, that is the often thinning. used to
0: conceal the ped yeah yeah the which thinning. of course is a separate story that we'll have to discuss yeah uh,
1: at some point and of course, Ben the uh, the Suns the Suns defeated your Philadelphia 76ers, handing handing you your first defeat of the season.
0: Yeah, that was um, a tough one to swallow. I will say, w- know that was crushing for you. Yeah, uh, without Embiid, uh, yeah, the you know Devin Booker went off, scored forty points. Right. Uh, he was just unstoppable. Um, so, kind of for the first time, uh, the the. The uh, sort of impregnable Philadelphia defense, uh, you know, suddenly looked uh, somewhat average. That's right. um, But you know, hey, uh, as I believe, was it Josh Richardson who said that you probably can't go eighty-two and zero? Yeah. Or one of the one of the guys was, <laughs> that makes was sense.
1: Some someone uh, said that. That makes sense. Um, well, why do we think this is happening for Phoenix? It seems to me, you know, on the surface, like. Ricky Rubio is kind of the uh, the playmaking point guard kind of you know he he's he's a good point guard, not a great point guard, but he's uh he's very good at what he does, which is you know set up his teammates. he's a playmaker. He's kind of been the guy that uh, I feel like Devin Booker has always needed alongside him, running alongside him. Um, just kind of setting him up. yeah, and there's there's just some stability there, some some vet leadership on the team kind of sorely missed the last few years and uh and of course they have Aaron Baines now Ben Aaron Baines holding down
0: <laughs> holding yeah down the
1: fort in uh, playing center so I'm a little concerned about this because
0: sure. I I mean I think the Suns are are a story because it's the you know second week the of Suns. the NBA season mm, yeah. and and not much else is happening um I think it's gonna like kind of level itself out um But I will say that it concerns me pretty uh, deeply as, um, not so much as a Suns fan, since I'm not one, um, but I am a a fantasy basketball player who has DeAndre Ayton on Mm. my team. And I'm a little worried that once his, um, you know, 25-game suspension uh, is... um, is uh, you know fully uh, satisfied um they might just not bring him back cuz it seems like Aaron Baines is a much better center than him wow. uh the number 1 overall pick in uh, in last year's draft. Um so yeah, I I really hope that uh <laughs> I don't know. I I hope that the Suns value uh uh you know Deandre's development um much more highly than actually winning basketball games. Yep. Um, uh, because uh, that would really benefit me uh, uh, the most in my fantasy basketball league. So,
1: Yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, per, per The Athletic, Zach Harper at The Athletic, the lineup of Ricky Rubio, Devin Booker, Kelly ubrey Dario Saric, and Aaron Baines has been incredible. So incredible, in fact, that they have a defensive rating of 102.3 points per game, which would put them as a top 10 defense in the NBA uh, mm-hmm. at present. So... Um, I don't know, man. Yeah, I think there is a chance. There is a chance, Ben, that your man DeAndre Ayton, Ugh. maybe he's trade bait, man. Like, or maybe he, maybe he becomes a backup center because this does seem like it's Bane's <laughs> no. team now. It is Baines' no. mode. I think this is Baines' <laughs> mode. Yeah.
0: No, DeAndre Ayton cannot be a backup center to Aaron fucking Baines. Come on. What? Where? What are we doing here, folks? Like, what? What world are we living in? That. Uh.
1: Well, is it? Uh, let me ask you this: um, do, do we believe in the Suns? Are they a, are they a playoff team? Are they uh, are they are they a team? Um, you know, if they are a playoff team, uh, whose spot are they claiming out in the West in the Western Conference?
0: Well, um, clearly we've established by this point uh, in in this new season that the Golden State Warriors are not going to be a playoff team. Um, Incredible. Uh, the new orleans pelicans who a lot of people were talking about and you know in the preseason as being a yeah. a you know potential kind of wild card dark horse seems like that might not pan out um right. uh they're at what one in six six now i believe they're they're st- sitting at uh at the time of this recording the pelicans. um the pelicans are one yeah. And six yeah one in six um uh, and then, of course, um, uh, you know, my, uh, my <laughs> one of my offseason takes was that the Los Angeles Lakers are also not a playoff team.
1: Famously, um, yeah, you famously which, said, promised uh, us that the Lakers would not be making the playoffs, Ben.
0: Right. And a lot of people might think, oh, wow, you sure got proven wrong on that one, Ben. Uh, what <laughs> a what a bad take that was, because look at them now. Uh, guess what? I'm not changing uh, my, so my stance by. on that. So you're standing I'm not, yeah, that. Yeah, n- uh, completely, 100% uh, sticking with that. Uh, the Lakers are not a playoff team so we are um, in
1: early November here let's get this on the record now Ben yeah. Kyle, you are saying the Los Angeles Lakers will not be making the playoffs in the 2019-2020 NBA season is that correct that's right
0: yep that's correct Wow. Um, okay yeah I mean where like all right so they you know their net rating is currently uh, second in the in the NBA mm-hmm. um, they're at six and one um, they are, uh, they have the, let's see, the top-ranked defense, according to NBA.com uh, Advanced Stats. Uh, they have the number one defensive rating in the NBA. Um, but I don't, I mean, I. I it's, it's like, who have they played? They played the Clippers, who they lost to, mm-hmm. and then they beat, um,
1: I don't know, I should pull up, their, uh, pull up their schedule, yeah. Yeah, here. Okay, so the Lakers have... Lost to the Clippers. They beat the Jazz, the Hornets, the Grizzlies, the Mavericks, the Spurs, the Bulls. Okay, that's like two good wins.
0: I would say, like the Jazz and the Spurs are like good teams. So we're considering Um,
1: the Jazz and the Spurs good wins. Otherwise, you consider Mavericks, Grizzlies, Hornets, Bulls. Those are fake Ws, true Ws.
0: Yeah. So um, and and you know a lot of their. Yeah, MDWs. And so a lot of their wins uh, have come. I'm looking at some scores here. Um, yeah, I mean, their their wins were, like, a, a lot of them were, blow, were blowouts. So I feel like that's really inflating things. Yeah, I mean, they blew out the Hornets, obviously. Mm. That's meaningless. Um, they blew out the Grizzlies by 29 points. The Grizzlies are absolutely terrible so i don't know um i'm not buying it i just don't i lebron james is uh is you know doing insane like he's playing uh in november like it's the playoffs i can't imagine that's gonna last um you know anthony davis if he goes like the thing is with this team is that it's so their success is predicated on LeBron and and Davis just going like a hundred percent. Well, um, don't forget
1: about Danny Green, Ben. Danny Green is a big yeah. cog on this team as well. Yeah, I mean, Danny Green is
0: not bad. He's 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 a he's a decent. He's better than Kyle Kuzma. I'll give him that. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's I just don't buy it, um, and also I don't want to buy it. So um, yeah, instead of uh, backtracking and uh, and being a little wimp and saying, "Oh, I guess I was wrong about the Lakers." Um, no, I, I wasn't wrong. Uh, they're still uh, not good, and they won't make the playoffs. Well, Ben, we there, there
1: is a reason for Laker fans to be optimistic. Um, there's a certain player who's having something of a comeback season. That's Dwight Howard. Uh, uh, yeah. Ben, we need to talk about this guy. Uh, this This past week, obviously, the Lakers beat up on the Spurs. Um, and, Ben, Dwight, Dwight Howard is now emerging as a star player. And uh, Dwight, of course, is a three-time Defensive Player of the Year winner. He, uh, he absolutely feasted on that San Antonio squad the other night with uh, two blocks, 13 rebounds, 14 points on, four, on 7 of 7 shooting uh, off the bench. Ben, is it is it uh, is 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 it fair to now wonder whether or not this is Dwight Howard's team?
0: Uh, I think it's absolutely Dwight Howard's team. It is. Um, yeah, I think he's the best player on the team. Okay. He definitely deserves to. Uh, he should. He should have the entire offense running through him. Right. Uh, Nikola Jokic style. I really see see him as sort of the evolution. Sort of a of, point, point, Dwight. Yeah. Like I think I see him as kind of a a combination of Anthony Davis and Nikola Jokic in one player. Oh, that um, And I think the sooner that the Lakers realize that, uh, maybe they can start bringing uh, AD off the bench. Um behind Dwight right. because it's really his team. Right. Uh he he needs to take the to assume the spotlight here. I
1: mean, Ben, it's it's one thing when Dwight is only taking seven field goal attempts a game like he did the other night against San Antonio. But oh, that's at, not, at, that, at this point it, it he, should be twenty seven, not he's, seven. He's outworking all these guys, Ben. He's he's outworking LeBron, he's outworking Anthony Davis, and he's going to need you know he's gonna need shots moving forward. The offense, like you said, is going to have to move through him going forward. Uh, when do we see D39 start taking, you know, like you said, 29, 30 shots a game. And can, my question for you is, can LeBron adjust as a role player moving forward, potentially even just coming off the bench?
0: Um, yeah, I mean, I think that's the only logical, uh, you know, sort of path forward here. Yeah. Let's see. I'm looking at some advanced stats here. So, uh, (laughs) again, this is, this is so much fun to talk about, uh, you know, eight, 10 games into the season. Uh, Um. So uh let's see in uh defensive rating uh Dwight Howard is currently number 1 in the Ooh. NBA um ahead of Rudy Gobert um in uh in defensive win shares uh Let's see, Dwight, uh, uh, no, he's not showing up in that one. Maybe he's not playing enough minutes. See, that's what that's what I'm saying. Mm. He really needs to be playing more minutes. He's uh, in win shares per 48. He's number 10th in the league. Of course, Avika, Avica Zubac is number two in the league, um, just behind Giannis. Uh, so yeah, I mean, obviously, this is uh, we're just having some fun here because, um, again, I think uh, nothing matters. We're ten games into the season. Um, I don't know Ben. I'm,
1: per thirty six minutes, he's averaging eleven points, thirteen rebounds, and uh, three and a half blocks a game. So if we can get that, if we can get those minutes from uh, his current twenty one and a half minutes a game to thirty six, this could be a guy who is uh back 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 on the all-star team again this year Ben this could be an all- NBA performer here we have for the Lakers I
0: mean uh, it would be it would be really one of the great stories for one of the great one of the great guys yes. uh, in the NBA we're all we're all pulling for Dwight obviously um he's been through a lot and uh, he deserves this he deserves um, this. This, this this comeback yes. um you know
1: Ben uh, story, let, so let's move on now to uh, the Philadelphia 76ers. Uh, the Sixers are let's face it Ben they are an NBA powerhouse they are a juggernaut and Ben on a personal note this is I think it's fair to say your favorite team since the I don't know the 1999 Knicks the 94 Knicks Um, you you fill in the blank for me but tell us a little bit about this squad and and how you're feeling right now about the Sixers I know they have a uh, a special place in your heart
0: yeah, I really do love this team. Um, they're, uh, you know, I mean, you, you, you and me both, we we, we feel the same mm-hmm. way about this team, Chris. Of course. Um, uh, they're pretty special. Um, I mean, the addition of Al Horford, like, we obviously, you know, we've all appreciated Al for years. Um, sure. But, but really being able to, like, watch him closely and, and root for him, like, he's just the best. Um, uh, I kind of love how, you know, like... Just how boring he is and how like grown up he is and, ma- and mature, he's very and mature, stable. Yeah, he's extremely mature. What a
1: teammate, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, what, what uh, a teammate. Uh,
0: yeah, I'm not gonna, um, uh, um, you know, try to uh, paraphrase Jeff Teague's like. Ten minute long the soliloquy. <laughs> soliloquy about, about uh how incredible um Al Horford is. But he, yeah, Jeff Tate um, basically said he that didn't, like he Al didn't Horford say lie. was like
1: his his role model, like his like yeah, his like Christ. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It was beautiful. Um and uh yeah, I mean Al Al deserves that uh kind of praise. He's he's the best. Um Yeah, I mean, uh, since we last talked, uh, Matisse Theibel has kind of hit a bit of a rough patch in Mm. his development. Um, He's getting a little bit less playing time. They're starting Furkan Korkmaz um, Mm. over him sometimes, or at least they did when Embiid was out. Yeah. Um, And um, and now we've got Ben Simmons going down with a little uh, minor injury. Shoulder injury, Um, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, there's going to be some bumps in the road here, obviously. um, But... Yeah, man, what a fun team. Um, Let me ask I, you about a couple of yeah. these
1: guys. I, I know you've you've been watching the Sixers uh, more closely than I have been able to uh, through the first few games here. What have you seen that you've liked from Tobias Harris and Josh Richardson? So uh, Tobias joined the team last spring. Richardson joined in the summer. Uh, both you know still relatively new to uh, to the team. What, what do you see and what do you like from them thus far?
0: I like Tobias a lot. Um, I forget if it was right Ricky Sanchez or some other podcast I was listening to where they they pointed out that I think Tobias is awesome but he's sort of miscast on this team um, mm-hmm. because of their incredibly you know big boys uh, roster construction. Uh, Tobias who is definitely like a four a natural four yeah. um, he's forced into this small forward role and um, he, it's actually kind of proving to be uh, a liability on defense because he's just not quick enough to keep up with some of these wing players um, so I think he's he's doing great you know he's having a, a good year uh, shooting the ball and yeah he's having a uh, you know a, a, per- a perfectly solid season so far averaging uh, just under 20 points a game Um, on, uh, on about 50% shooting, which is great. His three point shooting, um, is, uh, sitting at a, a little bit over 30%. So that could come up. Um, but, um, yeah, I just feel like on defense, he's, he's struggling, um, because he's having to guard smaller, quicker guys. And then on offense, he's also kind of struggling because he's often got smaller, quicker guys guarding him. So that is making it more difficult uh, for him to kind of like get by guys off the dribble and uh, and drive to the lane. And then you, you so you think, oh, well, why don't they just post him up if, they've, if right. he's got like a smaller guy? Because he's a, you know, he's like a six foot nine. Um, you know, he's a pretty big guy. But of course they have Embiid and Horford in the paint. Uh, um, so there's just not as much room. So it's tough. Um, as much as I love him, someone floated the idea of bringing him off the bench, um, which I think would be kind of, I mean, he's like too good to be a, a bench player, but it would also be kind of awesome just to see him completely running the second unit and like, um, just like being the back. Yeah. Just for the being, team. being the focal point and, and just being, cause he really is capable of being like, you know, have the ball in his hands. Um, you know, whether he's like, you know, pulling up off the dribble threes or driving, um, I think he's got that um that ability um and a lot of times he's kind of like relegated to being like you know a spot-up shooter um which he's just he can do more than that um and he's also not that great a spot-up shooter because he doesn't have like the quick release of like say a you know jj reddick or someone like that he doesn't like fly around off of screens and stuff um so like that's not really his game so i don't know i feel like they need to sort of tinker with his role a little bit um and, uh, but you know, he does have an awesome goatee. Um, sure. his goatee is looking really, really crisp and clean. And what about uh, this, this season.
1: headband, man? The headband is massive. Let's face it. Yeah. That is a very thick headband that he wears. Yeah. Very
0: big headband. Yeah. Um, I love how he positions it so there is uh nothing but you know he he like positions really? it like right on his hairline really so no there's...
1: forehead at all i
0: mean it's yeah basically, you can barely see forehead you just have then hair
1: it's... headband and then eyebrows
0: yeah um and i love how you can't really tell where his hairline begins or ends um yeah. like it could be like if his hairline were at like the very bottom of the of the headband mm. um like that's what i like to imagine sure <laughs> um uh you know making his forehead like about an inch uh uh, uh tall um but anyway, yeah, I
1: love Tobias. Um, and what about Josh Richardson? Um, you know, averaging about fourteen and a half points, about three or four assists, three or four rebounds. Shooting, uh, still working on the three ball. Shooting, shooting only about twenty five percent from three. Um, yeah, he's had kind of a rough start yeah. shooting,
0: but he, he broke out a little bit uh, last game. I think he played. Um, he uh, he kind of blew up uh, for like twenty five points or something like that. Um, And, uh, yeah, I mean, he's an awesome defender. Um, let's see. Yeah. In his last game, he had 24 points, uh, three steals, four assists, four rebounds. Mm. Um, shot the ball better. He was eight for 13 from the field again. This was against Utah uh, the other night. Um, was a plus 11, uh, in, in plus minus. Um, yeah. I mean, uh, he's pretty incredible. I'm actually looking at his, uh, his, uh, game logs here, uh, and in seven games so far, his plus-minus is plus 22, plus 10, plus 12, plus 11, plus 5, oh, wow. minus 1 uh, against Phoenix, and then plus 11. Um, so, oh yeah, he's a good guy to have on the court. Um, he's a great defender. He's competent, you know, as a, as a point guard, as a, as a kind of Ben Simmons backup. I don't love him as a point guard. Um, I don't think, you know, that's, like, sort of his natural... Uh, Skill set, but um, you know, I'd sort of prefer him as like kind of a a roamer, like kind of floating around, getting some open threes. Um, but you know, he can dribble and pass, which is a lot more uh than a lot of these guys can do, <laughs> since they're m- mainly like seven footers. Um, uh, so yeah, I love Josh. I mean, talk about um a fantastic head of hair. His mm. his corner game mm. is uh, is second to none mm-hmm. in the NBA. Um, very, uh, I believe, um, he's been described as very nood- noodle-like, um, <laughs> in his sort of, uh, physical composition. That makes a lot of sense. Um, yeah, I love how kind of, like, weird and, like, plasticky he is. He reminds me a little bit of, um, Stacy Ogman, remember him? The Plastic Man?
1: Stacy Ogman, the Plastic Man, of course. Of course. Yeah, yeah,
0: from, from the 90s, yeah, he's got that kind of, a, an energy to him, so... Yeah, Josh is awesome. Um, Very, very excited to be to to have him in my hometown uh, to to watch on my uh, on my television. All right, man. Where do we want to go from here? We could talk nephew Kyle, or we could talk. Oh God! Yeah, I mean, this is kind of like old news now, and it's also not news. But of course,
1: I, I feel like this is either you knew about this a week ago, or you had no idea at all that this happened, and have no idea what we're talking about.
0: Yeah, um, but it's extremely important. Uh, We have to touch on it. Nephew Kyle, of course, the famous uh, producer for uh, multiple Ringer podcasts, including the Bill Simmons podcast. Is that what it's called? Bill Simmons Show. Yeah. Um, uh, Also, nephew, of course, to Bill Simmons, um, which I love uh, Bill Simmons' habit of basically creating. you know sort of uh identities for people Mm. based entirely on their relationship to him yes um like i remember back when he was blogging uh on on page two for espn uh and for like a brief period i don't know if you remember this chris but do you remember when he gave his wife uh like a like a weekly little like sidebar next to his column sports gal the sports gal, exactly. <laughs> not, uh, you know, not, not, uh, she didn't have a name. Uh, she uh, wasn't like referred to as anything Janice. other than. It couldn't just it, be like Janice,
1: my wife. It's like. Yeah. The gal.
0: Um, no, it was the sports gal. It was the female <laughs> version of the sports guy, Bill Simmons. Right. Um, and uh, and of course, there's like cousin Sal, um, mm-hmm. who is a person uh, whose first name is Cousin, right. last name Sal, because he's <laughs> Bill Simmons' cousin. Right. And then there's nephew Kyle. Um, Yeah, very cool. Very not, uh, at all, uh, you know, self-centered or self-involved. Um, anyway, Nephew Kyle, (laughs) I mean, I never really knew much about this guy. I didn't really give a shit about him. Um, and, and then recently, again, thanks to Rights to Ricky Sanchez, uh, podcast uh spike eskin pointed out on a couple of episodes ago there's um that um someone on reddit had discovered i I mean so (laughs) nephew kyle (laughs) aside from his skills uh his considerable skills as a podcast producer he also is a a rapper which i didn't realize um but he has a soundcloud page Uh, Where he uh, where he posts his raps like so many of us do
1: Ben yep
0: yeah Um, I mean everyone's got a podcast and everyone has a SoundCloud rap page uh, these days and uh, nephew Kyle is no different so um, but apparently no I don't know if like I have no idea what the numbers are if anyone ever like listened uh, or cared about this SoundCloud page uh, before now but uh, his most recent production was a song called State of the Union. Mm. Um, Now, State of the Union can have a couple different meanings here, Chris. Uh, Of course, there is the sort of, uh, you know, political, uh, you know, annual political speech that the president delivers uh, called the State of the Union Address. Um, but I have a feeling that's not what Kyle had in mind. Yeah. Um, first of all, because I doubt that he knows that that is a thing. Oh. Um, but, uh, but secondly, because, um, there have been some, uh, uh, some, some kind of stories lately in the news about, um, different media companies, uh, unionizing, um, mm. uh, one of which is The Ringer. Um, and... <laughs> There's been some question about whether Bill Simmons, the boss, the owner, the manager um, of of that website, is
1: pro-union or anti-union.
0: There has Um, been
1: some speculation, Ben, that maybe Bill Simmons is not the most union-friendly guy.
0: Yeah, there's been rumblings, but of course it's all hearsay. I I I always doubted it because you know Bill Simmons is a, is a great guy. Sure. I, I have to imagine he has uh you know his workers' best interests at heart. Got to assume um,
1: that a that a CEO like Bill Simmons has the best interest of his employees at heart.
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh, until um, this <laughs> this uh, this new uh, State of the Union rap was dropped uh, on SoundCloud, um, which uh, which kind of you know kind of kind of maybe maybe compromised uh
1: Uh, tipped his hand a little bit maybe maybe nephew kyle knows something that we all don't
0: (laughs) yeah um so i don't know do we want to like actually talk like go i don't know if it i i'm so torn about like how closely we should like dissect this thing because i mean everyone should just go and listen to it because it's like and like laugh at it that's really all it deserves um yeah but um yeah, I mean, some of the lines in this
1: song... Got Rosillo in the AM, AM all, praise all praise to BS. To I would play never play <laughs> him. <laughs> I don't really the think they them, understand like, what I'm up saying up when I tell them, play them play I done and come just up just through the mayhem. Through the mayhem, mm, whoa. Wow. Um, wow. That
0: is, I, I would assume, a reference to his upbringing in Poughkeepsie, New York. Um, the rough
1: streets of Poughkeepsie. Yeah, yeah
0: which is like kind of a shit town, to be fair, to Nephew Kyle. Um. But I mean, I don't know, like, uh, you know, again, I don't, I have no idea what this guy's background is or what his experiences yeah. are. I don't want to like completely, no, um, of course. but <laughs> suffice it to say, he seems like a huge fucking douchebag. Let's just, uh, let's just put it there. We can leave it at that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, and, uh, yeah. So like some of the, aside from calling the song State of the Union, some of these lines, uh, again, kind of kind of may have um, betrayed where, where he falls on the pro or anti-union <laughs> spectrum. God, go um, figure.
1: Nephew Kyle is staunchly anti-union.
0: Yeah, so he
1: says pro in the same breath,
0: guy. trying to get these pods out. Lately been a couple fans when I pop out. I don't want a handout. No. Motherfucker lockout. Mm. Um, wow. So it seems like right there um, uh, he's... <laughs> He's implying that um, anyone who joins a union is um, is is looking for you know something free in life, sure. uh, basically a, h- a handout. Um, you know, wants to be paid for not doing work. Uh, obviously, that's what all union um, you know members and and. Uh, uh, fighters of course for, Kyle, um, uh, Of
1: course, nephew Kyle just clawed his way to the top of the podcasting world, became a producer. Yeah, exactly. He, just, uh, this is a guy who never had a handout never got a uh, hand in his out. entire life.
0: No um, way, Jose. Just, just uh, happened to to attain his he position sub- through sheer sub- hard work his and resume, ingenuity.
1: Submitted his resume to The Ringer and the, the good HR folks at The Ringer brought him in for an interview and, uh, yeah. you know, the rest is history. I mean, his work speaks for himself, so...
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, I really can't wait to see uh, see what he releases next. Uh, <laughs> needless to say, I am now a, a subscriber and an extremely close watcher of his uh, SoundCloud page. Um, I mean, I, as someone on Reddit pointed out, like I, if this is just a, a ploy uh, to to get him some more some more uh, you know downloads and and, and listens. Um, I mean, bravo. It's, it couldn't have been... I can't imagine Masterful. Um, that anyone had ever even like spoken his name uh, uh, or his rap career on, on Twitter or social media until now. Mm. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, go, go and get that money and, um, and uh, more power to you. Get paid. Nephew Kyle. All right, yeah, ben. get paid and also um, <laughs> make sure that you bust that union. Also because, squash uh,
1: any union. <laughs> yeah, unionizer. those guys. Yep. Jesus,
0: man, those those people are are just a bunch of lazy bums.
1: Fellows, looking let's for a get hand back out. to work. Let's make those podcasts. And yeah, uh, let's, let's 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 make those podcasts. Just keep be tr- grateful for what we have. Uh, keep dropping some cutting edge pro
0: management hip
1: hop. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, Ben. Other stories from the uh, the National Basketball Association. Uh, John Collins was suspended twenty five games for violating the league's anti drug policy. This is the That's second right. kind of high profile guy. From PEDs, man. Everyone's doing them. It's everyone's the new cool doing thing. Them. Everyone's doing them, Ben. HGH, PEDs, steroids. Um, Second high-profile, you know, young big man to get uh, nabbed for PED-related offense. Uh, what do we think? Is this is this the uh, like a harbinger of things to come? Is this uh, can we? Ex- who's the next? Who's the next big guy to, to get nabbed, Ben? Who's the next? Who's the next big one to uh, to go down? Well, let's see here. Let's take a look at, let's look at the uh, last few draft classes. And yeah, uh, yeah. Um,
0: I mean, I have a couple. Uh, I mean, as much as it pains me to say it, uh, mm. if there's an obvious candidate, um, it's got to be Jonathan Isaac. <laughs> oh wow. uh, I mean, wow. he's he looks like a fucking beast. Yeah, um, he does look uh,
1: great. Yeah, he looks. Yeah,
0: ripped. he's he is ballooned to like seven mm-hmm. feet. Uh, I don't even know how much he weighs now, but he's clearly packed on a considerable amount of muscle um, in the off season uh i believe he's uh second in the league now no he's actually uh tied for first in the league uh in blocks per game Mm -hmm. he's uh second in the league in block percentage um yeah something fishy there yeah uh as much as it would uh it would it would really destroy me um um to to see i i have to imagine he's a suspect any chance Um, we
1: see jason tatum get nabbed then
0: Oh, man. Jason Tatum is enormous. Yeah. Um, I like to think that HGH also makes you grow taller. Oh, Um, wow. And I feel like a lot of people have been talking about how Jason Tatum looks much, much taller uh, than he did last season. Um, you know, I don't know if that's talk
1: about his just his, his height. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I don't know if that's just a natural. You know, he's still young; he's still growing. Um, but it certainly doesn't. It seems like a man-made uh, concoction about, uh, may, may have contributed to that uh, what about development. Donovan Mitchell, maybe, maybe. Oh, we yeah. See Donovan
1: Mitchell getting nabbed. I mean, have you seen his arms? Like uh, that? Huge. Yeah, that's and not ben, normal. What about Brandon Ingram? This is a guy that just exploded the other night for forty points. Has Brandon to Ingram be is suddenly induced. fucking Michael Jordan. Yeah, uh, I, I don't think so,
0: pal. Uh, yeah, let's,
1: why don't we pee in a cup?
0: Yeah, you are telling me you just learned you suddenly learned how to shoot fifty percent from the floor and eighty so. percent from the free throw line. No, that is. Uh, mm-hmm. Absolutely, a man-made healed. phenomenon. Buddy
1: healed with a big payday in the off-season. A little suspicious, mm. if you ask me. This is a guy that couldn't barely could get a job. All of a sudden, he gets a ninety million dollar contract extension. A uh, mm-hmm. little fishy if you ask me. I'd like that yeah. guy to be.
0: To, to, Another guy to be in a contract in a year, Chris, and I don't want to upset you here, yeah. um, but someone I'm looking at the uh, the rebounds per game. Oh, don't you dare. Here. Don't you and, dare. Uh, don't it, you it, it re- dare. It reminds me that uh, your, your first-round draft pick He's in, in fantasy basketball clean, this year, a guy named Andre Drummond. Clean as a whistle, Ben. This is a guy. Really? Yeah. Absolutely, a so putting choir up uh, boy, a Wilt Chamberlain uh, 1960s era mm-hmm. rebound numbers is just totally normal. Now, Absolutely
1: right? nothing suspicious about that, Ben. This is a mm-hmm. guy Andre who is an absolute choir boy. He just <laughs> loves to rebound that basketball and just sort of comb his beard and mm. eat lots of delicious food and not really worry about his physique, but just sort of rebound that basketball, score lots of points and block lots and lots of shots.
0: Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm.
1: But no, no, definitely not Andre. If there's anyone doing PEDs, it's not andre drummond i mean you know i guess we'll have to see about that one uh any other, keeping my eye on him any other ped candidates you'd like to float
0: before uh we move on ben i you know not... myers myers leonard in miami i don't know if you've uh, gotten a chance to check him yep. out um yep. he looks a little Something a, little, a little, little too big off, um yeah he's currently shooting uh 68 from a three-point range mm-hmm. um i don't think uh that is a coincidence <laughs> um so, yeah, Myers Leonard.
1: Um, I got a name. Definitely. I got yeah. a name. Someone I've been thinking about all week, and mm. I'm going to be thinking about him a lot this week. Of course, that is the uh, the number one snake, Ben. That is Kristaps Porzingis, Latvia's oh, own Kristaps Porzingis. This yeah. guy looks humongous lately. And yeah, there is he looks a lot like
0: a Von Drago, huge. and it's not just the haircut. No
1: way, Jose. It is PEDs. It is steroids. There is something very unnatural yeah. about that you guy. Can just, you can just see
0: the artificial fluids pulsing through his veins every time he touches the basketball. Boy, oh
1: boy, is there something um, suspicious about this guy. So, of course, Ben, the Knicks and Dallas Mavericks are going to be squaring off here twice in the next week or so. Um, oh, is it a home-to-home? Home? I didn't realize. Well, Knicks visit the Mavericks uh, on Friday, and then on Thursday night, the Mavericks will be visiting Madison Square Garden, the return of the oh, snake. Man. On Thursday night, folks, uh, we can expect a lot of booing to be happening at the world's most famous arena. Um, ben, where are we now? I mean, we we've had some time to process this trade, uh, where do we stand on this guy? How do we? St- where do we stand on this trade? I mean, let's let's lay out some of the facts. Um, Porzingis is off to a good, not great, but good uh, start to the season. I know he's talked about struggling a little bit. He's not quite where he wants to be, but I mean, the numbers sort of speak for themselves. Nineteen points, uh, about eight or nine uh, rebounds, two and a half blocks, two assists. I mean, he's 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 going to be more than fine, I think, in Dallas. And meanwhile, with the Knicks, um, you know, Dennis Smith Jr. is away with a, uh, a personal <coughs> issue. He, he lost a family member, so he's been away from the team, but of course is really struggling with his shot. Um, you know, right now it doesn't look good for the Knicks in terms of <coughs> how you uh, size up this trade uh give me some just give me some thoughts on uh you know Porzingis here coming back home and and the trade as we uh you know get some time and space from it
0: uh well first of all it's it's still a good trade the knicks it's won that trade. trade yep um <laughs> the a- the absolutely knicks yep. the knicks won the trade conclusively i uh, don't have to wait for uh to see anything more Oh wow um, okay they they wanted the the day that it that that it happened and that has only been uh validated uh with every day since the trade happened, um, so uh, is,
1: yeah, you say that based on the fact that Porzingis is untrustworthy. He is a yeah. he's a sneaky person, and we don't. He's like a sneaky
0: him. guy. He's a bad seed. Um, yeah. we all know he's a bad boy. Right. and when he gets, um, you know, this the longest suspension in, in NBA history.
1: Uh, for, P- for PEDs. PEDs. Um, so, wait, all, here's. This will all feel so much better as soon as he gets nabbed for PEDs.
0: Yeah, I don't know if you saw this. Um... Uh, th- this uh this headline in the New York Post yesterday, Chris, I but did. it says Chris Depps Porzingis has, quote, stupid Instagram regret from Nick's breakup. Yep. Um so you know, as we all remember, he uh after he was traded, uh Porzingis uh you know urged fans to stay woke or something like that. Uh-huh. Um <laughs> uh and he, he sort of apologized and he said uh that definitely wasn't the way i wanted it to happen but there wasn't really any other way how to do it then with all the emotions going on in that moment when i got traded i put out some stupid instagram stories just laying in my bed late at night like oh man i got traded so we all make mistakes it wasn't the perfect uh there was no smooth way out of that uh it got a little bit ugly but it's in the past i have nothing negative really to say about that situation Mm. so my theory is that um uh in the moment that he um that he made those uh, 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 what he calls stupid Instagram stories, he was actually uh, completely uh, in, uh, spiraling in a, uh, in a bout of roid rage um, <laughs> and had no idea uh, what he was doing. Um, and, Sounds uh, like a
1: guy who just took a whole shot of testosterone, if you ask. Exactly.
0: I don't know if you've ever done steroids, Chris, but uh, obviously as soon as you inject that needle... Uh, you really lose all control someone uh, give me
1: my phone I want to uh, instagram story some stuff, yeah, right now. you
0: know some people throw chairs through windows, no. other people um make regrettable instagram stories Wow. so it's a it's a you know textbook case really of of roid rage right there Wow um so yeah, I'm just waiting for the suspension to get handed down from the league office um and for Chris Steps to be another uh example um so of course the the um my my uh, theory. <clears throat> Which I assume you share here, Chris, is that um, really all of these lesser players are um, uh, that have been suspended are um, uh, sort of warning shots from the NBA to LeBron James? Right. Um, oh, wow. Who I mean has to be the league leader uh, right now in in HGH consumption. Um, <laughs> oh my God. I mean the guy just what ha- had three straight triple doubles. Yeah. Um, yeah, I-, I think that he's uh, probably gunning to average a triple double. Um, which would be hilarious because uh, then Russell Westbrook would uh, try to you think he, <laughs> average a quadruple-double. I don't know. He
1: would somehow have to like one-up him. You think he's gunning um, for it. You think that's his main objective. Yeah. You think he, he got together with Frank Vogel and Dwight Howard in the offseason and said, boys, what I'm looking to do this year, what I'm gunning for is a triple-double. I, yeah. I want to make my Westbrook triple-double season
0: to coincide with the release of Space Jam 2. Gotcha. Um, I don't yeah. want to make
1: the playoffs. I just want to average a triple-double and get Space Jam 2 out there. I want to support the Chinese government and, yeah. and, and all of their business interests. I am not looking to make the playoffs. Just keep feeding me those PEDs and help me get... Mm-hmm a triple-double, uh, which is uh, double-digit uh, stats in points, rebounds, and assists.
0: Yeah, they signed Anthony Davis so that Davis could, uh, you know, dunk all of LeBron's passes to yes. inflate his assist numbers. Um, but, you know, curiously enough, uh, Anthony Davis not grabbing that many rebounds this season. Wow. Um, yeah, I wonder why that might be. Yeah. Uh, Wait, wait, let's see here. Do you have
1: a theory? I'm just, I hear something in your voice. Do you have a theory as to why Anthony Davis is not grabbing all these rebounds? Is it, is it, is it maybe, is he, maybe he needs to do a cycle, a cycle of steroids. So you think AD is not on steroids? Well, I'm just wondering maybe he, or maybe he isn't doing enough. Maybe, Hmm. maybe if he was juicing harder and if maybe he just doesn't want it badly enough.
0: Well, I think he's obviously doing some. He's doing Um, some. But I think that LeBron probably has him on a very strict regimen because he only he only takes um, his you know his steroid medicine when LeBron allows him to, um, so that LeBron can get you know the stats that he requires. So basically, LeBron so has LeBron like, is hoarding all the
1: HGH and just yeah, gives, and he's like and his like,
0: team of like of like you know body scientists has like precisely calibrated exactly how much HGH uh, Anthony Davis can take, right. um, so that he can. Uh, you know, uh, make the shots that LeBron needs to get his assists, but also not um, steal all of LeBron's rebounds so that LeBron can get his rebounds. Fascinating. Um, yeah, that's all. That's 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 my grand unified theory.
1: And is there any uh, chance of what's going you know, on in LA right now that the Chinese are supplying LeBron with with this HGH? Is there any ch- very strong chance? Yeah. Um, I would say. The main reason
0: he hasn't been caught yet is because he is oh. using a special black market uh, forum of, of Chinese HGH that hasn't that is not detectable by NBA drug tests. He has a whole, uh, army, tests. a
1: whole team of scientists and technicians who are making sure that his blood is like purified. can they can't detect any drugs in his system?
0: Yeah. Yeah, so when he was upset at Daryl Morey for the tweet, I think the unspoken kind of subtext of that was, uh, obviously he was upset about, you know, potentially losing revenue um, from Space Jam 2 and from all of his various endorsement deals, but more than that, he was uh, really uh, uh, quit. scared yeah. of potentially losing his, his, his source. Yeah, quit uh, messing of, with of, my drug dealer. Yeah, yeah special Chinese HGH, because wow. he knows that that's really the secret to his success.
1: Wow. Incredible. Holy yeah, smokes. Yeah. So, Bomb you know, show. just
0: something to keep an eye on, folks. Uh, this is a story that we'll be following, you know, th- throughout the season. So, um, you know, just uh, just keep that in the back of your mind next time you-, you watch a Lakers game.
1: All right. Um, ben, before we, uh, before we wrap up here, um, anything you want to talk in terms of fantasy basketball? Any uh, big performers this past week for you? Uh, my team, Andre Drummond, has just been uh, a monster, which you mentioned. Um, let me look at his past week. <laughs> he, yeah, he literally had. Three, he's four, gonna. He's three like three trying to average a 20-20. Yeah, he's <laughs> the last seven days. He's aver- He's averaging a twenty and twenty. Uh, twenty three points, Jesus. twenty rebounds, four and a half assists, two steals, two and a half blocks. Uh, yeah, he's been an absolute beast. Um, Andre has been really fun to uh, to have on my squad. Anyone uh, you want to? Yeah, know?
0: currently uh, number number three in our uh, fantasy league rankings, um, which is insane because he's like a huge negative in free, in both free throw. <laughs> And three point percentage, mm-hmm. and also assist to turnover percentage, he's mm-hmm. like killing you. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's uh, leading uh, the both rebound and offensive rebound mm-hmm. categories because we also have offensive rebounds as a category, which I love. Fantastic. Um, he's leading both of those categories by like more like basically like fifty uh, percent right. uh, of uh, the number two player. Yeah. Um, and not to mention his uh, steals and blocks, which are completely
1: out of control. What I'm keeping an eye on is this. Can Aaron Baines lead this league in scoring? Um, Jesus Christ. Can Aaron Aaron Baines Baines, right now? Of course,
0: the second that that DeAndre Ayton got suspended, someone else in our league, yeah, I'm talking about you, fucking Matt Hobby. Yep. Uh, Im- immediately scooped him up, um, so that not only was did I lose my uh, second round draft pick, but I wasn't able to get his backup. Um, yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, Aaron Baines. Right now, we got him in at 19 points a game over the last seven games. He's coming in at <laughs> Less- 19 points a game, playing 29 minutes. I do think, Ben, if we can get that up towards 36 minutes a game, why can't this guy put in 25, 26 points a game? Um, I don't know. I feel like. There. Yeah, this could finally be the Aaron Baines All Star campaign that we've been waiting on. Uh, yeah, if
0: we can get if we can get a uh, Dwight Howard and Aaron Baines as our West Coast uh, All Star centers this year, um, that would that would really it, make me happy. That would be special. Those two guys, yeah, they really deserve it. Um, uh, I can't wait to see uh, see Dwight and and Aaron uh, squaring off in the uh, playoffs. Oh, except that the Lakers aren't going to make the playoffs, so never mind. Of course. Uh, about that.
1: But uh we uh we yeah. should quickly check in Ben on Markel Faults. Um Yeah, I was going to say yeah. Markel
0: mm-hmm. and I would say maybe his new spiritual guru, Jonathan. Wow. Wow. What do we how do we how do
1: we think how, uh, how do we feel about
0: about that? That sounds right that...
1: to me. Yeah, so this past week, the Magic of course announced that My man, the floppy one, Markel Fultz, uh, (laughs) would be the new starting point guard for your Orlando Magic. Yeah, Um, floppy Frankenstein, as we call him. God, that floppy Frankenstein, he is really something special, Ben. He's been driving into the paint. He's doing it. Averaging about 23, 24 minutes a night, uh, 23, 24 minutes per game um just driving into that paint flipping the ball up towards the rim hoping it goes in uh chasing down rebounds making this making the right pass and we love these defensive stats you know the mm-hmm, steals mm-hmm. racking up the steals yeah 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 not crazy about the blocks uh not really hasn't hasn't recorded a block yet not but, really looking yeah, to extend come. his arms above his head obviously mm-hmm. had some shoulder issues um, yep, yep, but he is focusing on keeping his hands low to the ground, swiping the ball, stealing it. and uh, yeah, like I said, driving to the rim, flopping that head around, making that hair da- <laughs> making that hair dance in the air. and uh, it's just been such a joy, such a joy to watch number 20. Um, yeah,
0: I believe he's made four three pointers on the season. Has at it this been that point. many? Yeah, wow. Yeah, yeah. It's... I mean,
1: he's shooting. He's shooting forty
0: eight percent from the from the field. Yeah, um, and eighty percent from the foul line. He's only taking one point three uh, free throw attempts a game, but still eighty uh, percent. That's like you know, that's not nothing. Yeah. Um,
1: his, yeah his, um his stock is certainly on the rise man um, it is
0: it is and i would attribute it all to perhaps well, a a newfound mentor well, in his life well yeah um i mean not not just you as his uh you know molly brown as, sure. his, as his fantasy manager um he, he i've of course owes, owes everything to you for giving him a second chance for giving him a chance um, yeah but i really think that the that the main factor uh that uh, that we can attribute um, to to his success is uh, is his his new big brother um, mm. Jonathan Isaac Jonathan
1: Isaac the preacher The preacher,
0: yeah I I have to imagine that something you know some something's rubbing off there uh, and and Markel's uh, on court success is is perhaps due to some. Yeah, some off-court uh, wisdom and and perhaps a, cu- a couple of sermons here and there. Um, how good has imparted Jonathan by Father Isaac?
1: Father Jonathan? Yeah, how good has this guy been, man? I mean, let's talk about the last game against Dallas. Thirty-two minutes, he puts in thirteen points, ten rebounds, five assists, four steals, and six. I said six blocked shots. Yeah, uh, just just um, filling the box score. A total dream for you, Ben. Kind of a dream come true.
0: Um, Yeah, I don't even really want to talk about it Mm because I don't want to jinx anything, but... uh Needless to say, uh, Lawrence Funderburk is extremely pleased just uh, with Jonathan's production this is, so far. This is
1: working out very nicely for you, Larry. Jonathan Isaac has been an absolute stud here in the early goings. Really yeah. picking it up the last few games. The block totals are coming in. The steal totals are coming in. He's rebounding the ball, and of course, do you want to know my f- my favorite uh, uh, stat about Jonathan Isaac this
0: year, though, Chris? Sure. Uh, guess what he's shooting from the free throw line this year.
1: Oh wow! What's he shooting from the free throw line? Uh, is he north of? Is he north of? Uh, I don't know. Sixty percent.
0: He's shooting ninety four percent from the free up. throw line this
1: year. Shut up!
0: Is he really? <laughs> yeah. He's. Um, I mean, let's see. Wait. Let me see if I can uh, pull up his game log here. I mean, he doesn't take that many, obviously. Right. Um And you know, it's a small sample size. It's only been eight games. Um, but he has currently missed, uh, one free throw this, this season. Wow. Uh, he shot one of two in their opening game, uh, against Cleveland. And since then he shot two of two, five of five, two of two, two of two, two of two, two of two. two, of two. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I mean, again, that's, uh, not something that I really want to, um, jinx by talking about, but I ha- just had to point that out. Um,
1: yeah. How about yeah, this magic they, with these pinstripe jerseys that we've talked about before? I mean, the guy just looks absolutely ripped, totally chiseled, an incredible yeah. head of hair. He's got a wonderful beard, you know, the the, the goatee mustache combination. Um, just really, really exciting start to the season for this guy.
0: Yeah, um, uh, the Magic are, are a, a ridiculous team. Mm-hmm. They are currently dead last in the NBA in offensive rating sure. um, by a significant margin. Um, the uh, The last, let's see, the 27th ranked team, the Memphis Grizzlies is sitting at a 101.3. <laughs> Atlanta Hawks, 100.3. Our New York Knicks, mm. at number 29, at 100.1. Wow. The Orlando Magic are at 96.6. Um so yeah, the offense is struggling. Um uh, <laughs> however their defense is is currently 5th in the league. Uh thanks in large part to the efforts of uh, of Jonathan and, and Markel. So oh, wow. Yeah, um it would be pretty hilarious if this team uh I mean they right now they're, they're 2 and 6. So they're, you know, they're struggling. Um I would say they need to uh you know, shake some things up a little bit. I mean Nikola Vucevic has has had a rough start to the season. I think he's going to Um, you know, he's going to kind of level out and and get better. Um, But yeah, they're a very weird team. Uh, Some people have called them unwatchable, but... (laughs) Uh, if you like defense like you and I do, sure. I, they are the opposite of unwatchable.
1: All right, Ben, before I let you go here, uh, let's talk about teams, players on the rise. Anything you've been noticing here early in the season? Is there a team that surprised you with how well they're playing or how poorly they're playing? A player that's surprised you with how uh, well he is or is not playing? Um, for me, I mean, uh, I'll throw it out there. I forget if we mentioned this team last week, but... The Miami Heat, my friend. Oh yeah, like the, the real nasty thing. Yeah, the Miami Heat look pretty, pretty real, and you know, as as is always the case with this team, uh, you know, Eric Spoelstra's team, they get it done with like these just scrappy, kind of no name, faceless kind of guys. Um, mm-hmm uh who is it Nunn. um Ken, yeah kendrick nunn and kendrick. and tyler hero
0: the the, the rookies it's incredible um, man yeah, yeah they've just uh, been balling out i mean another uh fantasy favorite of mine uh a uh, thunder burke uh this year is bam on bio um, um who's really is blossoming into everything i could ever on, hope for on,
1: on the investment thus far oh
0: my god yeah bam is currently hang on let me bring up these uh, rankings uh, Bam Adebayo currently ranked 15th overall wow. uh, in, in fantasy, again, uh, according to our weird categories. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's uh, he's right there, right behind Jonathan. Um, yeah,
1: but it's just, you know, it's, it's a team of like Myers-Leonards. And, uh, you know, yeah. I mean, Justice Winslow is a wonderful player, so I don't even want to categorize him as like one of those like you know faceless guys because he's a really good player that people know about but like mm-hmm. james johnson and uh you know well how about Kelly how about a Olenek, guy that you know yeah and how about a guy that you drafted
0: in the late rounds goran dragic yeah the guy's been great the guy yeah, did been, you watch
1: him last last night i dropped like i didn't see the game last night but i saw the box score obviously yeah i mean it's just
0: crazy he like exploded in the i think in the third quarter or mm-hmm. maybe it was the second quarter he had like 20 points in the quarter or something like that insane um yeah he's having like a little a little throwback rejuvenation uh year also could be uh, an hgh user sure um you know have to uh have to always um point that out but um but yeah miami's awesome they're currently fifth in the league i think in net rating yep. um yeah thanks no they're fourth in net no wait sorry they're fifth let's see they're fourth in net rating fourth in defensive rating mm. um, so it's really just that you know that old school Miami defense um, uh, and then Jimmy Butler who's you know just the king of South Beach sure. um, you know can't couldn't be uh, happier for that guy what a teammate um yeah, exactly. The ultimate teammate, the ultimate warrior, the fourth quarter clutch man. In terms um, of uh,
1: underperforming teams, I mean, I think the Warriors kind of take the cake here, right? Like the Warriors... I mean, the
0: Warriors and in the, in the, in the Los Angeles Lakers, I would say, sure. uh, are, are sort of tied... performing ti- teams. Exactly. As in, in terms of massive disappointments, right. I would have to say that the Warriors and Lakers are kind of tied for that distinction, yeah. uh, sadly, sadly for those franchises and fan bases.
1: Yeah, man. I mean... With Golden State here, it looked like maybe you know we were just kind of overreacting a little bit with the uh, early start to the season, and then of course Steph Curry gets injured. Draymond Green now has this uh, mysterious ligament issue in his hand. All of a sudden, D'Angelo yeah. Russell's uh, what was it? His ankle or something wasn't feeling good the other day. So I don't know, man. Um, this could be a team that we see get broken up at the uh, the deadline here. Some of these guys could be flipped, you know. Some of these uh, shorter, cheaper contracts could be flipped to uh, to teams making a playoff run. So, um, my oh my, my how the uh, how the mighty have fallen over there in Golden State.
0: Yeah, um, they're not looking great. Uh, they're currently uh, second la- uh, second to from last in uh, net rating. Hmm. Uh, of course, I um, uh, I think you could probably guess who the last team in the league is
1: in terms of net rating.
0: Yeah. I would assume it's our New York Knicks, yeah? It's, that's ding, ding. It's our New York Knicks yeah. uh, sitting at one and seven, currently a negative in, 10.5 uh, in net rating being uh, outscored by an average of 10 points by their opponents. Is that something or what? That is special. Yeah. Wow. Um, really fantastic franchise. Um, they had a great offseason, as we all know, yeah. and, uh, and that... Yeah, that is uh, really. It's just. It's it's all blooming and 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 blossoming on the court in front of our eyes. Um, some some fantastic players uh, like Marcus Morris and uh, Bobby Portis. Bobby, Bobby Portis, who um, should be starting games over Mitchell Robinson, obviously because he is a future superstar. <laughs> future um,
1: superstar. Yeah, that's right.
0: He, yeah, uh, he's he's really great, and Marcus Morris is also. You know, probably the uh, the team's second best player, which explains why he's getting so many minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, um, I mean, gosh, I guess is this, this is good. This is actually um, cool because clearly, like this team was going to suck anyway, so we might as well really, really be bad. Um, yeah, I'm actually pretty excited about how bad they are, even though <laughs> I I kind of <laughs> despise. Um, I mean, the fact that Mitchell Robinson is just getting, like, dicked around now, like... You,
1: Talking I, I mixed get it. with you is always such a complicated thing, Ugh, because God. sometimes you're really excited about their losing, and then other times you're really discouraged about their losing.
0: Well, I'm never discouraged about their losing. I would say sometimes I'm totally...
1: Or it's, um, not that, it's not that you're discouraged about their losing, it's discouraged about how they're losing. It's... it's you want us to lose, you just want us to lose with uh, guys who should be developed.
0: Yeah, I guess that's true. Um, so, I don't know. I, I I don't even, I can't even, like, wrap my head around, like, a like a sort of take on them. Because they're just so, like, incoherent. And, like, I don't understand, like, what they're actually doing. Yeah. Mm. Um, uh, like, I guess they're maybe trying to showcase uh, these guys like Morris and Portis so that they can trade them at the deadline. Um, I mean, that, Man, that has I to wait be to like what's see what going we on. Get. I
1: can't wait to see what we get in return for those guys. It's going to yeah, be a exactly, big, it's going to be a big, <laughs> someone's going to be like, I can promise oh, you that, Ben. I can promise you like, it's going to be a big all when we move Bobby Portis to the Timberwolves
0: yeah i love the idea of like playing bobby portis like 35 minutes and having him average 20 points a game and like tricking another team into thinking that he's actually good <laughs> they're gonna be like oh my god wait look at these stats bobby portis is averaging 20 points a game holy shit we gotta get him how many draft picks can we give up for this guy so good. uh he's
1: really gonna help us win um yeah uh rubbing i don't know off, so man these vets are rubbing off on the youngsters it's yeah it's undeniable um, you can see it in their play right exactly the stable veteran presence they're they're real
0: locker room guys you know taj gibson is just doing god's work over there hel- helping to develop uh you know mitchell robinson who's playing like nine minutes a game now and kevin knox um, of course kevin knox oh yeah kevin knox well hey at least um our prize rookie rj barrett is getting played like 43 minutes a game uh isn't that exciting? getting fucking ground into the dust
1: uh, in completely meaningless blowouts so that's cool very exciting to watch alright Ben Uh, as always this has been a lot of fun we are back next week with a new pod have a great week enjoy watching uh, some NBA hoop and I will talk to you uh, in a little bit alright alright my man pleasure as always Chris take care all right, guys, hope you enjoyed that. My name's Chris Wendelkin. This is On The Line. You can tweet at us at Line underscore pod. Find us on Instagram. Check out previous episodes on our website, onthelinepodcast.com. Please rate, review, subscribe to the show, and Stitcher, Apple, Google, Spotify, wherever you get podcasts. Have a great week. Enjoy watching NBA basketball, and I will talk to you all in a little bit.